Thank you, Wendy. What a great way to get us ready to go into the Word of God. I invite you to take your scripture, your Bible, and uh, you have a study sheet with your bulletin if you are a note taker or want to follow along. Um, Someone last week after the service made a very interesting comment. Uh, They're not here every Sunday. But the comment was that they were so blessed when we got to this part of the service to actually audibly hear pages turning. Um, This person said they don't hear that very often when they go to church. And it was a blessing to hear people using their Bibles and turning in their pages to find the text. So kudos to you. You bless somebody just by bringing your Bible and uh, using it uh, last Sunday. Speaking of young preachers and uh, our, our search, there was a young preacher who was just starting his new ministry at a rural church, and he asked an elderly farmer in the church if the man had any advice to give. And the farmer said this, Sure. Don't hang the hay too high for the goats. Maybe only the Sweeney's get that. Um, Don't hang the hay too high for the goats. What what did that elderly gentleman mean? He meant when you start preaching to us, don't go over our heads. We want to understand what's being taught. And if that's your desire... This series that we started last week in November is just right because there is nothing that's going to be over your head in this series. We are simply talking about Thanksgiving. This four-part series is a 30-day Thanksgiving journey as we prepare for uh, Thanksgiving toward the end of the month. And we're talking about different aspects of that simple, understandable subject. Thanksgiving. Last week, simple message. God is good. His goodness is all around us. Pay attention. And when you see His goodness, make sure you give Him thanks. Not hard to understand, is it? Pretty simple. Today's message, I think, will be just as understandable, but important. So let's pray together before we look at God's Word. Dear Lord, thank you. Thank you for your Word. Thank you for your ways. Thank you for the things you teach us. Father, we acknowledge that some of them are hard. Some of them are difficult to understand. But, Lord, you're leading us into a subject this month that is not hard to understand. Thanksgiving. And Father, I pray that if you haven't already, that you will begin after today to really be working in our hearts about this simple but powerful subject. Father, help us to hear what you have to say today and show us how to apply it in our lives. 
as we go. In Christ's name, amen. Wanted. Gratitude in a griping world. Put that up on a poster in the post office. Wanted. Gratitude in a griping world. We live in a griping, grumbling, complaining, quarrelsome, you want to add any more words? World. And one thing that's missing is gratitude. Thanksgiving. And that's what we're talking about. On your sheet, there's a quote from a Dustin Crow. He says, We pull people into the ditch with us when we grumble, or we guide them along a path toward God through gratitude. Such a difference between grumbling and gratitude. Complaining and thanksgiving. Turn with me to Philippians chapter 2. Philippians Verse 14, talk about simple, not over our heads, easy to understand. Look at the first statement by the Apostle Paul in Philippians 2.14. Do everything without complaining or arguing. Quite clear, do everything, everything, without complaining. Maybe your Bible says grumbling and arguing or quarreling. Very clear. But it's so easy, isn't it? So easy to grumble, so easy to complain, um, so easy to get into arguments and quarrels. Uh, think about your past week. I don't know if you keep a journal or a diary, but if you were honest, would you have had to put in your diary or journal this week uh, some information about a couple of griping days, a couple of grumbling days, a couple of complaining days in your life? It's so easy, isn't it? it? It it just comes natural to grumble, to complain. Some of you might remember a little song we learned in Sunday school about that. It's called the Grumbler Song. Remember it? It goes like this. Oh, they grumble on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, grumble on Thursday too, grumble on Friday, Saturday, Sunday, grumble the whole week through. Is that you? <laughs> It's so easy, isn't it? It comes so naturally. And it might have come naturally this week for you. Did you know that it's hard to be around grumblers for any extended period of time? Have you noticed that? It's really hard to spend a lot of time with complainers, grumblers, quarrelsome people. Who spends time with them? Other grumblers. They feed off each other. They gather. And they grumble. And they complain. And they try to outdo each other in the grumbling and the complaining. There's one other kind of person 
that hangs out with grumblers. And that's the person who has unconditional love like Jesus Christ, who wants to help them understand there's another way. There's another way than being a grumbling, complaining person. And it's very clear from this scripture what God wants, isn't it? It's very clear. He says, do everything without complaining or arguing. But he goes on. He says in verse 15, so that you may become blameless and pure, children of God without fault in a crooked and depraved generation in which you shine like stars in the universe as you hold out the word of life. Do you want to shine like a star in this universe? Do you want to shine like a star in this dark, grumbling, complaining world? Be a thankful person. Be a person who has developed the art of thanksgiving. And you will shine in this dark world. You will be different. You really will. You'll be a breath of fresh air. Just by doing what God says, do everything without grumbling or arguing. Let me take you to five scriptures very quickly. I just want to prove to you that this is clearly what God wants for his people. That he wants us to be thankful people. That thanksgiving should be a part of who we are in this world. So let's uh, take a look at Ephesians. Ephesians chapter 5. Starting with verse 18. Do not get drunk in wine, which leads to debauchery. Instead, be filled with the Spirit, controlled by the Spirit, speaking to one another with psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs, singing and making music in your heart to the Lord, always giving thanks to God the Father for everything in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Always giving thanks to God the Father for everything. And how is that presented here? It's presented as one of the results of being filled or controlled by the Holy Spirit. A grumbler, a complainer, is not being controlled by the Holy Spirit. A person who's controlled by the Holy Spirit is giving thanks, is a thankful person. Next book, Philippians chapter 4. Philippians 4. Do you have a problem with anxiety? You'll find out as Thanksgiving gets closer. Do you have a problem with anxiety? Here's a word for you from God. Verse 6, Philippians 4. Do not be anxious about anything. But here's the alternative. In everything by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Again, pray and bring your petitions, your requests to God 
But notice, with thanksgiving. It's the alternative to anxiety. It's what will bring peace to your heart and mind. Pray with thanksgiving. Colossians, the next book. Colossians chapter 2, verse 6. So then, just as you received Christ Jesus as Lord, continue to live in him, rooted and built up in him, strengthened in the faith as you were taught, and overflowing with thankfulness. Paul is encouraging the Christians, now that you have become Christians, now that you have by faith trusted Christ, here's how you live in that relationship. And it includes overflowing with thankfulness, with thanksgiving. It's being presented as part of living in Christ. It goes along with having a relationship with Christ, overflowing with thankfulness. Chapter 3 of Colossians, starting in verse 15. Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, since as members of one body you were called to peace, and be thankful. Be thankful. Verse 16, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly as you teach and admonish one another with all wisdom and as you sing psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs with gratitude in your hearts to God. Gratitude in your hearts to God. Verse 17, and whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Now, in verse 15, he's talking about peace, ruling. In 16, he's talking about the word dwelling in you. In verse 17, he's talking about doing everything in the name of Christ. But the thing that's in each of the verses is what? Thankfulness. Be thankful. Have gratitude in your hearts. Give thanks to God. Is Paul making a point it sounds like thanksgiving is important. First Thessalonians. Isn't this interesting? Four books in a row already. First Thessalonians. Chapter 5. <clears throat> Verse 18. Give thanks in all circumstances. Let me repeat that. Give thanks in all circumstances. And I know for some of us that's hard. It's hard to hear that. It's hard to believe that's possible to give thanks in all circumstances. If that is you, and it's probably most of us, make sure you're here two weeks from today because we're going to end the series talking about gritty gratitude. And gritty gratitude is this, giving thanks in all circumstances. But that's what he says here. But we can't stop there. Look, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will 
for you in Christ Jesus. This is God's will. Is God's will important to you? Is it important to you to know and then to want to do God's will? Well, here is part of his will that we can know. It's pretty clear. Give thanks in all circumstances. It's God's will. You want to do God's will? You want to be in his will? Give thanks in all circumstances. I mean, that's pretty clear, isn't it? It it just seems like it's a no-brainer that in God's mind, thankfulness, thanksgiving is crucial for his people. We're to do nothing out of grumbling and arguing, nothing out of complaining and quarreling. If we're controlled by the Spirit, we will be thankful people. If we are living in Christ, we will overflow with thankfulness. If we're looking for an alternative to anxiety, we will pray with thanksgiving. When the peace of God is ruling, we're thankful. When the Word of God is living in us, we have gratitude. When we do everything in the name of Jesus, we're giving thanks. And if we want to know God's will and want to live in God's will, we give thanks in every circumstance. It is so clear what God wants, isn't it? It is so clear. It's not hard to understand. But some people at this point will say, well, those are really nice scriptures. It's a nice thought. But that's not me. If I'm honest, that's not me, and I don't think it could ever be me. I am so stuck in my grumbling, so stuck in my complaining, so stuck in my quarrelsome life. I could never be like this. And I would say you are so wrong. You can be like this. You can be what God says. This can be you. This can be a description of your character, of who you are. But you have to learn it. You have to learn it. Like so many other important things, you have to learn it to be a thankful person. So, very quickly, five truths about thanksgiving. Number one, thanksgiving is a response. Thanksgiving is always a response to something, to someone. There's always a giver. Thanksgiving is a response to a giver. Now, we're especially talking about God in this series. Thanksgiving is a response to God. His goodness, his work, his nature. It's a response. Giving thanks. If there isn't a giver, why would there be a need to give thanks? 
Thanksgiving is a response to a giver. And in this case, it's God. And we need to learn how to develop that response. Because second, Thanksgiving is a spiritual discipline. It really is. Thanksgiving is a spiritual discipline. It's something you have to learn by practice. It's something that you have to develop as part of your life, your character. It's a spiritual discipline. There are other spiritual disciplines. Prayer is a spiritual discipline. Reading and studying and reflecting on Scripture is a spiritual discipline. Worship is a spiritual discipline. Fellowship with other believers is a spiritual discipline. Fasting is a spiritual discipline. Serving with our gifts is a spiritual discipline. Giving is a spiritual discipline. There are a lot of spiritual disciplines, things that are important in the Christian life that need to be developed. They need to become eventually a habit, a a part of who we are, what we do. And you can add Thanksgiving to the list. It's a spiritual discipline. It doesn't come easy. It doesn't come naturally. We need to learn it by practice until it becomes a habit. It becomes a part of who we are. Thanksgiving is a spiritual discipline. It's also an act of obedience. Just in the book of Psalms, there are so many instructions to give thanks to the Lord. And they're all presented in the form of a command, an instruction. Give thanks to the Lord. Thanksgiving is an act of obedience. The five scriptures we just looked at over on the right-hand side, every one of them is instructing us to be thankful people, to give thanks. Thanksgiving is an act of obedience. So what if I choose not to give thanks? It's an act of what? Disobedience. Thanksgiving is obeying the Word of God. It's an act of obedience. Fourth, Thanksgiving is a product of the Holy Spirit's work. It really is, because it's not natural. Thanksgiving, gratitude, it does not come naturally to us. Grumbling comes naturally. Complaining comes naturally. Quarreling comes naturally. But not thanksgiving. Not true thanksgiving. It doesn't come naturally. We need help. (laughs) We need help. And if you are a person who has a relationship with Jesus Christ, you've trusted him for salvation, you have been given the Holy Spirit to help. He's the helper. And he can help us become thankful people. Thanksgiving is a product of the Holy Spirit's work in our lives. He can transform us into thankful people. 
He can transform our character, who we are, into being thankful people. Romans 12, 2. Right? Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. The Spirit of God in us has the ability to renew our thinking, to get us thinking differently, so that we can become thankful, grateful, thanksgiving people. It's a product of the Holy Spirit's work. And fifth, thanksgiving is a part of normal Christianity. It really is. There is a normal Christianity. Do you know what normal Christianity is? It's Christianity as God designed it. Normal Christianity is not what some people, many people, are living today. That the world has a hard time with. Normal Christianity is what God designed Christianity to be. Normal Christianity is a Christianity that's lived according to God's word. That means Thanksgiving is a part of normal Christianity. Grumbling is not normal Christianity. Complaining is not normal Christianity. If you put the two words complaining Christian in one sentence, that is a contradiction in terms. That is not normal Christianity. Normal Christianity includes thanksgiving. It's the way God designed it. It's the way he wants it. So, it's clearly taught in Scripture. There is no doubt. There is there, nothing um, profoundly difficult about understanding that. I mean, you've seen the Scriptures this morning. In black and white, it's very clear that God wants us to be thankful people. That Thanksgiving is a part of God's will for our lives. It's clear. Thanksgiving is a response to the giver. And God is the greatest giver ever. And he keeps giving. And Thanksgiving is a response to the giver. Thanksgiving is a spiritual discipline. It doesn't come natural, so you have to work at it. Develop the habit. Practice it until it becomes a part of who you are, a part of your life. It's an act of obedience. A lot of, a lot of areas, we don't know what God's will is, but we know here. We are to give thanks. We are to be thankful people. It's his will. It's an act of obedience. We have the Holy Spirit, and he's able to help us. We need him to help us. And with his work in our lives and our cooperation, we can become thankful people. It's a part of normal Christianity. And if you and I can become thankful people, if, if thanksgiving can be a part of who we are, our character, like Paul said, 
we will shine like stars in the universe. As we hold out the word of life, we have something to offer this world, this dark world. It's the word of life. We have truth to offer them that can change their life. We have this to hold out to them and offer them. But we will not be very effective at that, holding out the word of life as grumbling, complaining, quarrelsome Christians. They will not want what we're offering, what we're holding out. Complaining and grumbling and quarreling is not normal Christianity. But Paul says, you can shine like stars in the universe as you hold out the word of life. You can be different. In this dark, griping world, you and I can shine like stars and make a difference and bring a breath of fresh air to our families, to our churches, to our workplace, to our schools, to our neighborhoods and communities. We can bring a breath of fresh air and shine like stars. And if we do, when we start holding out then the word of life, they'll want to check it out because there's something different about us. And if it has to do with this, they want to check it out. They will not want to check it out, friends, if they see you as a grumbling, griping, complaining, quarrelsome person. That is not a Christianity that they're going to want. So I hope that that's your goal, your desire to shine like stars in this universe. Our world needs thankful people. They need us. Let's pray. Our Father, this is so practical. It's an everyday thing. And yet, Father, it can be so hard because it's not natural. God, help us. Please, Father, help us. We do not want to represent you in this world by being complaining, grumbling, quarrelsome people. We want to represent you by being thankful people, grateful people. Help us. Help us shine like stars in the universe. Help us make a difference as we hold out the word of life to a dark world. In Christ's name we pray. Amen.